Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. When we think of hotels, we tend to think of a few large brands that dominate the market. Marriott is the largest, after having gobbled up the Starwood Group, which had the Sheraton Hotel under its banner. Hilton is number two with about 30 brands under its umbrella, and Intercontinental Hotel Group, which owns Holiday Inn and a host of other brands, is number three. There are remarkably few independent chains left. Hyatt remains largely independent. The Accor Group in France owns brands like Mercure, Ibis, Novotel, and Sofitel, just to name a few. Some would think of the hotel industry as highly consolidated with a small number of players. From an operations standpoint, there is a lot of consolidation of brand ownership, but that doesn't mean a lot of consolidation of hotel ownership. Some hotels are owned by the brand, but in fact, most are franchise arrangements, mostly out of smaller operators. Hotel owners are investors like us, who happen to specialize in owning hotels instead of apartment buildings. These are small businesses. There are all kinds of different plays in hotel ownership. Some specialize in resort properties, others specialize in local hotels, the ones that crop up all over the city. These serve a small radius and have anywhere from 80 to 150 rooms. There's the combo hotels where you might find two hotels side by side on the same property with different brand positioning. One might be a suite hotel for more extended stays and the other might be more of a budget hotel for shorter transient stays. There's the airport hotel play. Surrounding any major airport hub, there will be hotel rooms sold to people visiting and hotel rooms sold to those who are stranded when their travel plans are disrupted. There are all the business hotels in the central business district or in the shadow business parks. And there's the hotels that cater to convention center traffic. All these segments are distinct businesses with unique client needs and distinct business models. And today in the pandemic environment, most are hurting quite badly, but there are some exceptions. Some hotels that are driving distance from a major population center and are in vacation areas like, say, Myrtle Beach, doing comparatively well. The rest are largely losing money. I've been in discussion with a number of hotel owners over the past several months. Most had built 90 to 150 day cash buffer into their plan. They assumed that they would have low occupancy and they assumed that the return to normal would start in the late spring and that by fall, occupancies would be back to normal levels. Hotels are small businesses. They tie up a lot of capital. They have a lot of debt, but they don't employ that many people. The largest number of staff members are fairly low wage earners. The huge fixed operating costs and debt service that hotels face is the one thing that they can't do much about. They can cut costs temporarily by cutting staff. They can reach agreements with their lenders for a few months. Maybe that'll save a third of their expense for a finite period of time. Most of the hotel operators I spoke with said they had enough cash to last until the fall, maybe September or October. And it's now August with no signs of significant recovery in the travel industry, and recovery in hospitality is definitely leveling off. Hotel operators are starting to get very focused on figuring out how they're going to survive. Hotel owners got loans through the Paycheck Protection Program, and some have secured mortgage payment deferrals for the past few months, but many of these lifelines are running out. The Payroll Protection Program gave two and a half months of payroll in the form of a forgivable loan, and we're well beyond two and a half months of economic impact, Payroll is only a small portion of the hotel's operating cost. Many of these businesses have suffered drops of 90% in revenue. Others elected to close altogether to reduce expenses. Now, a company called SDR Global, part of the CoStar Group, maintains industry data across thousands of submarkets worldwide. And according to SDR, recovery of the hotel industry is underway but slowing. 
Hotel occupancy in the U.S. hit 48% in the last week of July and 55% in the last weekend of July. Occupancy only tells part of the story. When occupancy is low, so too is the average daily rate. Hotels that used to sell for $350 night in New York City are now selling for $125 a night. So the economic recovery in hospitality requires an increase in demand and an increase in daily rate. So what does this all mean? Right now, we have about 10% of hotels in North America still closed, with an expectation this will drop to about 5% in August. We'll also see a difference in demand based on property type. In the mid-scale and economy segments, occupancy is roughly double that of the luxury segment. That means that corporate travel and luxury have not started to pick up yet. This is going to be a long and slow recovery, and the only thing driving the market right now is the summer vacation demand. This will diminish as schools open in August and will shrink further after Labor Day. Corporate travel shows no signs of picking up, and therein lies the worry for many hotel owners. The resurgence we're seeing is going to be short-lived with a drop in occupancy starting in September, followed by a more severe drop if we see a resurgence in the number of COVID-19 cases. We are starting to see hotels coming on the market at discounted prices. The 630-room Renaissance Hotel in Baltimore Harbor just sold for $80 million, about $20 million less than its pre-pandemic valuation. And some hotel operators are selling assets in order to raise cash to save the rest of the portfolio. Over the next several months, this will become a time to pick up high-quality hotel assets at discounted prices. So keep an eye out for that. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.